Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Yes, today is Lloyd Allen. He's an author, speaker, and family advocate. Lloyd, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. So let's dive right in. You wrote a book. Well, you're a, a, a marriage and family counselor, but you also wrote a book called Single and Satisfied. So let's just first talk about Single and Satisfied. What compelled you to write that book? Of course, I believe that the most important state of human existence is singleness. Um, it, is, it is while we are single that we prepare for the future, we can impact who we are even as a married person. Um, you know, it is said that uh, God made Adam, he didn't make him a married man. He made him, first of all, a single person. And it is who he, who he developed into as a single person that dictates the kind of married person he becomes. So I believe that being single is the most important state of human existence. And that being said, I, I can't read your subtitle, but what are some of the main points in that book so we can share with the listeners? Okay, uh, the subtitle, A Close Look at Love, Sex, and Relationships. Um, I have a copy of the book here with me. Um, you know, I realized that so many people are making grave mistakes in terms of the decisions that they make for marriage. Um, the most important decision a person makes in life, apart from salvation, is the choice to marry. Who you marry is the most important decision in life. It affects your job, it affects your, your social life, it affects even your readiness for salvation. Um, and so making the wrong choice of a life partner can be positively detrimental for every year of your life. And so I believe in working with singles, I believe in working with singles. I help singles to prepare for marriage. Um, one of the things I normally say is that, that fail to prepare for marriage is planning to fail. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. And so knowledge is crucial. Knowledge as a single person is crucial. And let me just say something about knowledge, that life is like a game. When we don't know the rules of the game, we blunder along. But when we know the rules of the game, we have maximum performance. And it is while we are single that we must educate ourselves so that we can enter marriage not as a novice, not as a simpleton, we don't enter marriage from the place of ifs and maybes and hoping to, but we, we can enter marriage with a calm assurance that this can become a success story. And it depends on the amount of knowledge that we glean to prepare us for this decision. Also, I say that knowledge is important, 
in preparing for marriage. Um, one of the things sometimes I say that uh, for, the, for the person who, who is thinking of advancing into a profession, you must secure knowledge. If you are to become a, a doctor and to perform a successful surgery, you must first of all, you know, um, matriculate in a course or, or have educational experience and preparation in medicine. Think, for example, a layman getting into the seat of the aircraft, sitting in that cockpit, getting ready to taxi down the runway and to fly across the Atlantic Ocean, but he never had prior training in aviation. Yeah. Well, let's talk about more specifics relative to the knowledge you mentioned. So yes, I understand you need knowledge as a single person to get into marriage, but what specific types of knowledge do you share with a single person so they're prepared for marriage? Okay. Now, first of all, they must understand um, about relationship. Um, it is said that um, they must understand about human sexuality. They must understand um, well, let's just pick one point because, you know, this is more of a short form format. So let's pick one specific thing, let's say about relationships, what they need to understand. So what specifically do they need to understand if they're a man or a woman? All right. Okay. Um, you know, to start the relationship. Well, let me just say that they must, first of all, understand who they are. Um, they must understand who they are. Uh, if it is said that if we are to... You know, the, the teller in the bank, for example, they don't spend all their time studying all the counterfeit out there in terms of the bills, um, but they do one thing, they study the genuine. And when they understand the genuine, they are able to, to identify when the counterfeit come along. And so it is important to understand who they are um, as a single person and what they should look forward to. So understanding, first of all, who they are is, is important and what what you know entails a great relationship they must know what a relationship um, is all about and how to prepare for a relationship so it's important that they understand who they are and by understanding who they are and what a, a great marriage is then it places them in a position where they can choose well interesting i like that analogy about how you're saying as a bank teller you have to recognize the counterfeits but also know what the genuineness is of as well so that being said, you're also a family and marriage counselor. What are some suggestions that you might want to share? Let's say just the, let's say we have so many couples that unfortunately are not happy. So what are some suggestions you might share with a, a wife or husband right now that is very, 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 very unhappy in their marriage? All right. Now, <clears throat> there are a few things, but one of the things I would say is that each person, you know, um, you cannot change your spouse, uh, but you can influence them. The mistake that many make is that they are trying to change their spouse. Um, uh, but it is important that you work on yourself. Um, we have what we call push behaviors. Avoid push behaviors in your relationship. Um, you know, so work on yourself. Let me just say something here that uh, I should, I think I should highlight what I call P-I-E-S, PIES. We talk about this a lot in our preparation for marriage. P-I-E-S, work on yourself. Work on being attractive 
Um, and when I say attractive here, I, the attractiveness here is a four-dimensional concept. P-I-E-S, that's the acronym we use. P, physical attractiveness. Now, work on your health. Be the best you you can possibly be. Um, give your partner every day um, the best version of yourself. So physical attractiveness, do exercise, um, take care of your health. If you have medical issues, um, go to the doctor and um, you know, take whatever medication you need. But make yourself the best you, uh, physical attractiveness. All right? And, and what is it that, first of all, attracted you to your partner? It is because of your attractiveness. They saw something in you that they wanted to be a part of. And so work from a place of strength, for that is what will make you always attractive and irresistible to your partner. That's P, um, physical attractiveness. Then I, intellectual attractiveness. Um, B, improve yourself. Invest in yourself. Um, it was John Wesley who said to his men, um, empty your purse in your brain. Uh, so, so invest in yourself. Buy good books. Attend seminars. Do workshops. But if we change our mentality, we can change our marriage. And so work on your intellectual improvement. Um, people, for example, when they want to have a conversation, they want to have a conversation with somebody who, is, who can offer reasonable feedback. The, 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 the wife may say to her husband, for example, what do you think about this? What's your opinion? And the man may say, well, what do you think? Not at all. She wants conversation. And so you must be resourceful. So invest in yourself intellectually um, so you, you can maintain the conversation. It's like playing tennis. When you hit the ball, you want somebody at the other end who can offer reasonable feedback, not somebody who will by virtue of their lack of um, intelligence or, or lack of being informed, um, just allow the conversation to die. So intellectual attractiveness is crucial as you invest in yourself and be the best you. Now then we have E, emotional. Now this is really the most important. For many relationships are dying because of a lack of emotional intelligence. Um, people sometimes utter words that hurt their spouse, that berate, belittle, dehumanize, and discredit them. And we must understand that in a marriage, it is, it is uh, our words can destroy or our words can build up. And it's important, therefore, that we have emotional intelligence um, and we relate to people realizing that they are emotional beings, okay? And so we say to folk, love them with your words. It may be even sweet nonsense, but negative words don't enhance relationship, but positive words do. So fill their emotional bank account every day. If you want to make withdrawals, you must have deposits, <laughs> okay? And so you must invest in your spouse's emotional bank account, um, massage their emotion, build them up, edify them, affirm them, validate them. Sometimes I say to ladies, remember this, that men, when you start 
a man stops listening when you start reducing him. So if you want your husband to listen, affirm him, respect him, validate him. And the same um, goes not for the man relating to, the, to his wife. A woman is deeply emotional. And so you must spend your time massaging her emotion. And so the words we use, the way we relate to, to each other um, is extremely important. And even for those who are not yet married, for those who are not yet married, um, a man, for example, may be in the pool um, with, his, with the girl he's dating, and he says to her, you know, you know, dear, that bath suit would look so much better on you if you lost a few pounds. <laughs> okay? And that alone, just that, could destroy that relationship. She gets out of the water, she jumps in her car, and she <laughs> says it's over. <laughs> okay? And so um, emotional intelligence is crucial. So people must um, watch well with the words. They well, what, what should he say if she, he does want her to lose weight? And so it sounds, she looks better. Because <laughs> men do think that way. So how, how should he approach that? You know, um, in, in that case, you know, what he, he can say, you, you, you know, um, one of the things I said to men, you know, um, just like with, with, with Adam, God said to Adam, you know, um, cultivate it. Everything that's given to your, to your charge, cultivate it. And so a man's duty is to cultivate her. So he said, you know, um, I'm going to come. Can we run together? Can we, can we, can we jog? Um, can I wake you up in the morning and so mm, we, we yeah. go jogging together? Yeah, makes sense. Exactly. Makes sense. That's, that's great. Laurie, thank you so much for your many, many profound points. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and read your book? All right, now they can find me at lloydallen.org or fixingmarriages.com. Um, I have a recent book out, um, Finding Love and Keeping It, over 200 ways to ignite and maintain the flame of love in your relationship. Wow, 200 ways. <laughs> That's awesome. Lloyd, thank you for being on our podcast. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.